Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Great week. A lot of fun. Very physical week. You can feel the excitement on the practice field. I just told the kids that we have to play well to win. But if we, you know, if we prepare and, and uh, play hard and all those things, we'll have a great chance to do that. But we're going to have to play well. They've got a good football team, a really good coach. But you could feel it on Monday, Tuesday, and today was one of our best practices we've had. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. with my boobay like kool Two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors broadcasting live from Fayetteville for the Razorback football game. Got Joe Franklin back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's going to be a great weekend of all things football. As we know, uh, Razorback's taking on BYU. Got some really good college football games. NFL Week 2 starting up as well. And, of course, high school football. So let's go ahead and talk about all of that as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Steve Sullivan of KATV. And, Sully, as always, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Oh, great. A glorious afternoon. And we were batting four for four on Friday night. A little hot on week one, delayed game. But otherwise, it's been clear sailing. I hate to jinx myself, but what a night tonight. Where are you guys this week, Sully? Russellville. I'm going to let Jack Allen go make that trip because to turn it around, I have to come back, shoot a game, and then try to edit all the other guys' games. It gets to be just such a push, and I couldn't find many games on the way back from Russellville. So, but that we're in Russellville tonight. Well, Sully, I know that uh, you know high school football with, with that going on, and kind of looking into uh, Razorback football as we've been talking about with this BYU game. We talked to you last week about Kent State. I don't think that game went any any direction or any way that everyone was hoping or thinking, but they still got the win. And now against BYU, a team that was you beat last year, high scoring affair. Uh, I mean, what how what's your confidence level of the Razorbacks heading into this particular game at home in Fayetteville? I don't think BYU is all that, but I'm more worried about what Arkansas is right now after last week. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, Right now, offensively, you know, we need K.J. to run, and that's things. We found that out last week. We're a much better offense when he runs. And let, let's face it, the last two years, he's been a big part of the, the offense running the ball. So this is no different than we've been doing the last two years, except we thought this year we'd have more of a pro style and less of him running the football. But uh, that's, that's not going to be the case. And, you know, I, I trust Sam Pittman with that offensive line. That's his area of expertise and you know, he's, and I like the fact this week, he's not saying it's the wrong people. He's saying it's the way the technique they're using. The fits aren't right. And um, hopefully they got them right this week. And But it'll be interesting to watch that offense. And in and, and BYU, I watched them get Stephen F. Austin. They weren't real explosive in that game. I think it was 14 nothing out, out of their place to open the season. And they rolled up on a not-so-good team on Southeast Utah the second game. But they're still searching for things, too. They're not running the ball well, either. How much more of a factor and a focus is it that to get K.J. into that running game simply because you're thinking about what Arkansas is missing right now with Rocket Sanders not being on the field? They feel good about the running backs they have, but when you think about it, those are the guys that they have the most trust in with K.J. and Rocket. If I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm having a guy shadow K.J. because I'm taking him out of the running game because he can disrupt a game running the ball. And we've seen it. And that's what you do to a defense. You get them constantly thinking about him as a runner. And, and I think that's huge. And he's just got to be smarter. I, I know he's bigger than most of the 
defensive backs he's going to collide with, but he's got to just shy away from those collisions and live to fight another play because you even look at Patrick Mahomes and what a great job he does now of just avoiding hits. And we don't need that. We don't need our quarterback getting out there and challenging defensive backs. You know, we all celebrate it when he runs them over, but, you know, you can tweak an ankle, you can injure a shoulder, and I'd love to see him get to the get to the mode where unless it's for a first down or a touchdown, he is sliding or getting out of bounds more. Yeah, that's a, it's an interesting concept, Steve, because it's like so much worry goes into, you know, whether or not uh, you want to keep KG upright, but you also know that, uh, he's one of your best players and, and dual threat guys, so it's and it's a nice balancing act. But to me, it's also about the start of this game. You know, the atmosphere is going to be there, the energy is going to be there, and since they haven't been running the ball very effectively, how do you think Sam Pittman and Dan Enos try to start this game once they get the ball in their hands? Do you think that they're going to, hey, listen, the pass has been our strength, uh, we've been better at it, so let's try to get out in space, or do you think they're going to really try to establish that run right out of the get go? Because uh, we know they've been struggling with that. How do you think it starts? I think they try to score. <laughs> I think that's been a problem. That was a problem last week because they could they got zero chunk plays last week. Zero chunk plays. It was nothing for twenty yards downfield. I mean, and they've got to figure out the way. If it's open, let him run. You know, but I think it's all about KJ this week. Him running, him throwing. If it, that goes well, things go well for Arkansas. We heard Coach Pittman make some comments about the offense and how they need to be better. And not only did he speak on players, but he spoke about Coach Enos as well. Didn't uh, didn't necessarily say it in that manner, but he was just basically saying everybody needs to be better. Yeah, you know, you, you know, his fear is you, you hate to change coordinators and and lose something, you know, and it's, it could be perceived now. With Enos, we're not running the ball better. When you look at our running numbers through two games, what has changed? He's changed. But we've also changed three offensive linemen. You know, and we don't have Rocket Sanders. So, you know, the fact that we we inserted three new offensive linemen and, you know, one came from Florida, one's a true freshman, and one is switching from guard to center. And, I, you know, that's a position of continuity. So I, I do have confidence that the more they play together, this offensive lineman will be better. How good they get, I don't know. Speak with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on Out of Bounds. Now, Sully, the, the defense to me has, has looked really strong so far. I know with the opponents, you always got to take that into consideration, but this is a defense that gave up points and yards to everyone last year. Only allowed one offensive touchdown this season. The, the, you can look at a lot of players for key. I'm looking at Pooh Paul how he is going to handle, because I think the D-line has been solid and deep. The secondary has been bringing in some elements, but Chris Poupal is the guy that I'm look, really looking to see if he steps up into that role that everyone's expecting him to be this season. I think it helps, too, when a defense is playing well and you haven't been 100% that you want to play to that level of the defense. And, you know, something that bothered me a little last week was uh, we weren't able to get them off the field. And, you know, Coach talked about them you know, like our four corners offense. Yeah, but they still made plays. They got first down. And they out-schemed us to times. And that's what worried me with the defense. Now, now to the goal line and, you know, making the big plays and keeping up, they've been great. But it gets scary when you have a someone like Kent State who struggled mightily in the first game, you know, put together two 10-minute drives in that game. And, and, the, and the frustration level grows for the offense when you're not performing, A, and B, you can't get the ball again. You have limited possession. So you need to get BYU off the field, whether it's a turnover or a down. You've got to win those third downs. Against them. What are you expecting with this defensive line? We've heard so much about them getting into the season and, and how they should be better. They should be able to get to the quarterback. What are you expecting to see from them when this is a game that we expect to be in the trenches? It's going to be interesting. They've run the same strategy with the defensive line the first two games. They've run nine of them, and they have rotated mightily in there. With a, The leading guy for snaps in last game was Cam Ball with 31. And I think nine of them had more than 10 snaps. And you wonder, you know, they said these first two games we've been kind of searching for our best players. You wonder if they start cutting down that rotation a little when we get closer to conference time that your great players, who you think your best players are, play maybe 40 or 50 snaps. But it may be the case 
where there isn't a whole lot of difference, and he wants to keep him fresh and hungry, that he continues to play these guys, you know, equal snaps. All right, Sully, I know that uh, in this particular game, Arkansas has been bouncing all over the place. Bet Saracen had him at 10.5 points, got all the way down to 7 points. Now, last time I checked, at least I believe it's at 8 points, 8.5 points. Do you think that's a, a pretty fair line, uh, assuming that you have Arkansas winning this game? Or do you think it's going to be a lot closer than even people realize? I wish I could even give a guess at that. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. i got to think that the Hogs are going to be better. But they have shown nothing in the first two games to me that they're going to, they're going to light it up offensively. And, you know, the one thing last year that was the big plus is we were so much more physical than Brigham Young. You know, but we haven't run the ball. I mean, when you look at two games and who we've played, you look at our offensive stats, I mean, they're horrible. You know, we really haven't thrown the ball. Our total yardage has been terrible. And uh, and that's been a big disappointment because, you know, we thought with with Rocket and K.J. back, and, and, we, and we never worry about the offensive line because it's Sam Pittman. You know, and we picked up so many receivers that, you know, you thought this offense would be humming against these teams that were lesser than us. Yeah, it just hasn't happened, but maybe it can happen this weekend. Steve, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Have fun tonight, and have a great football weekend, man. We look forward to catching up with you next Friday. All right, appreciate you guys. Enjoy your time and save it there, John. And I'll do my best. Appreciate it. Again, that was Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us, as he does each and every Friday, and always good to, to catch up with him. And uh, I think that a lot of people are in. I know we'll give our predictions in the next break of uh, what we think is going to happen, not only in the college football season, but give some score predictions for Arkansas and BYU. But I've, I've been struggling with this one. I mean, I've been pretty wrong pretty much uh, the entire time <laughs> in the two games. So it's like, I don't know, maybe I need to go against what my what my first instinct is and uh, do, do a little bit of opposite work. But as I, I have no idea. The only thing that I feel like would happen in this game, Joe, is I feel like it's going to be low scoring. When I say low scoring, I'm saying like both teams under 30 points scored apiece. But at the same time, man, when I feel that way, I watch it be another game like last year, go like 52-35, something crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's fun to do predictions, especially when you add scores to it. But nobody really knows how the flow of a game could go. But um, we're all just interested to see if Arkansas can get on track, especially offensively. And then can the defense still perform at a high level like they have? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what we got to see. And then once uh, we see this game, we'll have more of an idea of maybe what to expect the rest of the year. And hopefully everybody stays healthy. That's the most important thing. And hopefully get Rocket Sanders back against LSU next week because that's also important. Uh, the Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501. Yeah, and this was something I had a discussion with, actually, uh, with my brother last night. And uh, it's kind of interesting when you break it down. But they say if a ball is, gets fumbled before the goal line and goes through the end zone, Defense is awarded the ball, but at the 10, instead of a touchback distance of 20, three plays and a punt should be actually punished, LOL. So uh, I, I don't know if that's in reference specifically to the game last night, but I, I did see it where uh, I guess it was the it was the Vikings, right, that fumbled it out of bounds and the Eagles... Justin Jefferson had a chance to score. Right. And yeah. a lot of times we'll see the person with the ball, whether it's a runner or a receiver, trying to stretch the ball out. And that is something that became a big play where uh, they would end up scoring like that. And then the defense on the other side started countering that. And they were like, well, if players are going to stretch the ball out, we're going to make an attempt to get the ball out of their hands and trying to get those touchbacks. So the touchback rule altogether, it may be a little bit overdue to change that. But for now, it's something that's in the game and they know what the rules are. And and that's what it is. So it does reward the defense for making something happen in that situation. So what would they change it to? I guess would be the question. Like how how would they change that rule if it just change now? it to the ball goes back to the spot of the fumble instead of the offense loses possession of the ball and defense would get rewarded and uh, and then their offense goes out to the twenty yard line. It just if the ball is fumbled through the end zone, then it goes back to the spot of the fumble. I mean, that would make sense because I've always just known that's the rule, and so I never thought twice about it. But I guess when you break it down, it's like you fumble the ball in any other part of the field. If it fumbles the ball and it goes out of bounds, you don't turn it over. It's not a turnover. It's just 
uh, it goes back to the spot. But only in the end zone, that's when the other team gets the ball. So if you break it down as far as the consistency goes, I guess it does not really make a whole lot of sense. But um, now I guess uh, seeing the example of it last night is just a reminder that maybe it is a rule that needs to change and uh, give the give the ball back to the team that fumbled it. Because again, it just doesn't. It does, there's no other rule or other spa, uh, spot where that type of thing is going to happen where they actually have a turnover because it went out of bounds in the end. That's something that's in the defense's favor, and the game is catered towards offense. So if they do happen to change it, then you'll have some people that would complain to say it's another case of trying to give an advantage to the offense. And then if something happened in that, that instance, then you would see a lot more of the offensive guys trying to stretch out the ball because they know they wouldn't be penalized for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't see it as giving an advantage to the offense. I would just see it as trying to be consistent within the rules. Because again, it's, it's that way with everything else that goes out of bounds. So why not just be consistent with it? Uh, but I guess we'll see if that rule actually ends up changing. Also from the Asher Record Life Fan Feedback, Hawk Hall says if the Colorado Colorado State game is at nine Central Time, does that mean the game starts at eight Mountain Time? Never known a game to start at eight a.m. in the morning. Well, the game's not actually at eight a.m. in the morning. It's at uh, nine p.m. Central Time. Tomorrow, so it's not a morning game. It is a full-fledged night game. So yeah, but if they did start a game, and you're right, if they did start a game at 9 a.m., you would have an 8 a.m. game, and that's that'd be the case. I don't know if anything worse than that. Thankfully, that doesn't happen. Like I know that sometimes games get a little too late. Like 9 p.m. for uh, a college football game is late for all of us, but it's 8 p.m. local time over there in Colorado. I know Arkansas has actually played some 8 p.m. games locally before and they haven't been overly great or at least I don't like him but give me an 8 p.m. game over like a 9 a.m. game that that's a little ridiculous you don't want to get to that point nobody wants to play that way so people are always asking for night games that is the ultimate night game you're getting there Mm -hmm. and so with the fans there in in Colorado they're going to be excited because they have all day to party and prepare for that game and then the excitement that's coming along with playing an in-state rival Something they look forward to anyway, so it'll be a, a nice build-up for them. Yeah, it's like old Pac-12 after dark. It's a late-night game. I'm, I, I think that uh, if you're having a good time and you end up winning the game, it's always a lot more enjoyable. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna party it up. They're gonna have it. Uh, isn't is it Twilight that's actually midnight, or is that something else that I'm completely thinking of? I was trying to think of some cool like phrase of it how to say it, but yeah, just if it, it's probably gonna go past midnight for Central Time uh, zones at least. But, uh, of course, I don't know. The game, Some games have lasted two hours and 30 minutes. So maybe it's that point. But still, night games are cool. That game's going to be cool. And I don't think Colorado fans are going to care about what the time the game is. They're just excited to have some success and be relevant for, like, the first time ever. Uh, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Ryan is in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Hey, I got a question for y'all. Did y'all know that we have an Arkansas tie to BYU? Uh, no. They have a player on, on the defensive line. I think he's a defensive tackle. He has played at uh, Pulaski Academy. Oh, yeah. Junior. Yes. Oh, how about that? Yeah, so I didn't. I just found that out like an hour ago. They uh, they posted a uh, video of the team going like, where's Arkansas? And I was a little disappointed at how many people thought we were either in Missouri or uh, Mississippi. So I was a little disappointed. Oh, but, of course, the, the one Arkansas guy was like, hey, right here. And I'm from this little spot in the middle. So, of course, I had to go and find out where, you know, so I just looked at the roster and found out where he was from. I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. uh, Cade Hawes, Hawes, H-A-W-S, I think is how you say his last name. Uh, so, there's that. But, uh, hey, Joe, so I'm thinking about making a parlay uh, here in a little bit. You got any uh, tips or advice you'd, uh, you uh, think I ought to go with? You're talking about for any game in particular or just uh, the uh, Arkansas game? games tomorrow. No, no game. No, no, no. I leave. I, I leave Arkansas off my parlay. I don't want to be trying to. You know, I get stressed out enough hoping we're going to win. I don't want to add to it and put money on it. <laughs> Ride the hot hand, Colorado, Colorado, Colorado State. I was According actually, to Bet Saracen, Colorado is twenty three and a half point favorite. So I figured. I figured that one um, because that old boy had to make his comments about Dion. I'm just like that wasn't very bright, Bubba. Um, and then uh, I'm figuring I had heard I don't know if it's still like that, but Florida or uh, Tennessee's only favored by six over uh, Florida. If that's still that, I'll take I'll take that one too for sure. So that, that's for sure too that I've, I had on my. I was just curious if you had any others in mind you would 
wouldn't mind sharing with me and uh that's just really all I got. And, oh, I do think we'll win. I do got a prediction for y'all tomorrow. I think we'll win 35-17. Okay. 35-17. Like it. Take it all yeah. day. Yes, sir. I, I think we'll get the offense moving, but I think they've got a good enough defense that it's just not going to be blowout out city either, though. Ryan, here's one yeah. you may want to look at. Kansas State, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Missouri, according to Beth Saracen. Okay. Hey, thank you, Joe. I hope you all have a great day, and uh, go Hawks. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, there's uh, we're going to do our picks, but also our uh, double R prop bets for Bet Saracen later in the show too, because there's uh, some really great ones for Arkansas. But uh, yeah, some of these, it's like uh, you mentioned that that Colorado game. Uh, I've already put some money down on Colorado, but the Kansas State game and Missouri game, ooh, buddy, that's a uh, that's one where I'm I'm thinking Kansas State's going to win, but jeez, I you know I it's not like I've watched a lot of Kansas State football in my day to know whether or not they're going to take care of business but it's a pretty pretty low pretty low line there may have to may have to go with kansas state to, to be able to take care of business how about this bet saracen they're already a week ahead now of course this can change depending on results but colorado at oregon oregon 14 and a half point favorite so bet saracen wow. is already looking a week ahead that's how they do you get not only the current lines of games this week but you get some some extras thrown in there. Yeah, some some future games that get thrown in there too. And so yeah, if you're thinking Colorado, if you're riding this thing high, uh, that may be the time to, to get on it right now and start putting some money down on some of those future games too. But so it makes them the best in the business with Bet Saracen. That's why we always use them here on Out of Bounds, and that's why we love them being a part of the show. And that's why we always love making money with them too. But we're up against it, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will get to our picks for the weekend. And see how all that plays out with college football as well as the NFL. And we'll keep it moving here on an easy Friday show, so stay with us. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Sports Center. Arkansas will host BYU tomorrow for their second ever meeting between the two teams. The first, of course, was last year when Arkansas won 52-35. to Kickoff is set for 6.30. Coverage will start on the buzz at 2.30 with the Hogwild pregame show brought to you by Mud Connections. Stay tuned afterwards for the first security fifth quarter postgame show. Arkansas State will host Stony Brook. Kickoff for that game is set for 6. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas Pine Bluff will host Miles College at 4. And UCA will face a tall task as they travel to Fargo, North Dakota to take on the North Dakota State Bison. Kickoff is set for 2.30. Coverage can be heard on the point 94.1 starting at 1.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback Sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. Of course, you have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown, but there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine, and a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again and again. Since 1995, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. DizziesLR.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? 
<laughs> with a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Matt Warden in Little Rock, Seth Hobbs in Bryant, or Nick Gennardi in Sherwood. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. Tito's Handmade Vodka presents the 2023-1037 The Buzz Fall Golf Tournament Tuesday, October 10th at the Burns Park Golf Course. Register your four-person team at 1037thebuzz.com. Brought to you in part by Double Bees and Cellular Data Solutions. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta ask because I've always wondered why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah, Dixon Street. Dixon Street. <laughs> yeah, Dixon yeah. Street was. Uh, it'll get you on 103.7 The Buzz. Great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo store in as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for 2 4 and $6. Also, bourbon and brews today from 5 to 7. So... There's some crossover with a couple of different specials. Happy Hour, Bourbon and Brews, both going on until 7 o'clock. Bourbon and Brews starts at 5. And Sam Adams' Oktoberfest Stein Hoisting is going on at Twin Peaks also. And that starts at 6 o'clock. So you got three different specials there at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action and it's going to be plenty of sports action going on with college football, NFL games. You have combat sports going on. And it's everything you can imagine there at Twin Peaks. Celebrate through tomorrow, Mexican Independence Day. You can get specials for Mexican Independence Day at Twin Peaks also. It's all there at Twin Peaks. It's Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Broadcasting live on an easy Friday show. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. 
As we have had a lot of fun so far getting ready for the college football and NFL weekend. And we know that it is a weekend where we uh, start to do our picks and continue on our picks. And I love that Nathan Monin has decided once again to go up in studio twice in a row. Like, man, this is a crazy occasion right now, Nathan. I'm working more, so I'm at the office more. I might as well grace you guys with my presence. I mean, you're not even here. Yeah, I know. I, you're here uh, in I spirit. Mean, I could just... Yeah, that's right. Like, I mean, I, can sit, I can't be there, but I'm at least trying to uh, uh, sound as good as I can and uh, you know, go go to the game, get a head start, because there's going to be a lot of traffic heading up this way. I think there will so. be. There should be. It's an, it's a night game. Weather's perfect. Hogs are 2-0. and there, There's not many excuses to not be at this game. I, I think it's going to be a good one, too. Yeah, I don't think there's any excuses for anybody there, too. So we got uh, got Nathan Monin there in studio, and we also have Chris Shin up on the phone lines of Arkansas Urology, because I know we're going to have him part of the fix. What's up, Chris? What's up, John? Uh, yeah, it was good to see you and Joe earlier in the week uh, down in Whitehall. I, I think I texted y'all. We had a record-breaking number of uh, guys come out for kickoff to themselves, so thank y'all for being there. Yeah, it was great being there, man, and glad that it worked out for everybody. And uh, somebody go home with that nice new TV, I assume? Somebody went home with that 65-inch TV that uh, hopefully they'll see, they'll watch the uh, Razorbacks whip up on BYU tomorrow night. You sure Joe didn't put in his trunk? <laughs> <laughs> it was such a nice TV, hey, that, man. It was that, still in the box. <laughs> that TV will hardly fit my truck. I don't think it could fit in the trunk. I think that's a good problem to have. The TV is too big to put in. A Absolutely, truck. yeah. Yeah, it's always that's it's right. always a good problem to have a TV that is too big. But yeah. hey, listen, there's there, oh, go ahead, Jim. Well, we had a great time at Arkansas Urology, like we always do, and great new location there in Whitehall. So, uh, we we look forward to being there in Jefferson County every year. So, it's uh, you guys have gotten off to a good start, especially in that new location. Uh, and just one one last quick quick plug. We'll be in El Dorado Monday night, and then we'll wrap up in North Little Rock on Thursday, September 28th. Sounds right, good. Sounds great. great. Yeah, sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right, we got a lot of games to get to with our picks this weekend, so let's go ahead and jump into it. We revved it up extra loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, LSU. At Mississippi State, Chris. You know, uh, I think Mississippi State's obviously looked uh, uh, pretty slow uh, out of the gate these first two games. So uh, LSU hasn't looked that, that great either. But I'm, I'm going to go with uh, LSU. Uh, Nathan. Win. Yeah, it is one to think about a little bit there. I mean, LSU's got to get going. They've already got one loss. Can't have this loss, even though it's a tough road game. Those cowbells are awful. <laughs> I'm going with the upset. Give me Mississippi State. Like it. Ooh, John. Okay. Man, it's an 11 a.m. game there in Stark, Vegas. And, yeah, I, I, I like the pick, Nathan. And Bet Saracen has LSU favored by 9.5. I would take Mississippi State in the points, but I think LSU is going to end up winning this game. So uh, give me the Bulldogs. Or give me, excuse me, give me the Tigers. I see. Freudian slip. You want to go with Mississippi <laughs> yeah. State. I want to. I want to, but I ain't going to do that today. Nathan is going to be on Mississippi State Island going with LSU to Give me a cowbell. show that they are the power team here. Kansas State at Missouri. Chris. Yeah, I was pulling really hard for uh, Middle Tennessee to uh, beat Missouri last, last weekend, but Missouri pulled out a close one. Uh, because of that, I am uh, going to go with uh, them losing uh, this week. Nathan. Kansas State whooped Kansas them State. last year. I don't think it'll be quite that big of a difference this year. I do think Kansas State still wins in a pretty close game on the road. Give me Kansas State. John. Yeah, give me that purple team. Give me the Wildcats of Kansas State. Kansas State across the board. Tennessee at Florida. Chris. Yeah, I think uh, actually this might be kind of a a closer game than some people think. But uh, I think in the end, Tennessee uh, is a much better team. And so I'm going to pick Tennessee. Nathan. This is the battle of the SEC teams with no quarterback. I've seen Milton before. He's a Michigan transfer, has a howitzer for an arm, can throw probably 100 yards, has no touch whatsoever. Uh, Florida, we saw how not great they were against Utah early. Swamp's a hard place to play, but uh, I think Tennessee's probably got the better coach. Give me Tennessee. John. 
Yeah, I, I like, I'm like. i with Chris on this one as far as it being close. I think it's going to be close. Bet Saracen has Tennessee favored by only five and a half points. I do think they cover, but that's just by a touchdown. But Volunteers win in Florida for the first time since 2003. Good. We're all going with Tennessee. BYU at Arkansas, Chris, and give a score, please. Yeah, I, I really hope that this being a, a night game, uh, we'll have full stadium. Weather's going to be great. I know BYU is coming uh, to look for, for a little bit of payback, even though a lot of their players don't even know where the state of Arkansas is based on a video I just saw. Uh, but I'm going to pick uh, Arkansas 27-17. Nathan. Okay. Uh, I like the Hogs. I, I think that they're trying to get some chemistry, get some things rolling. Um and they need to run the ball effectively. Give me the Hogs uh, 24-13. to John. Yeah, I'm going to take the Hogs, too, and I'm going with the lower score like everybody else, but I do believe Arkansas covers this spread. Gets a couple, gets a late touchdown to separate themselves, but give me the Hogs winning 31-20 to over BYU. Arkansas 27-21. Packers at Falcons. Chris. Yeah, uh, you know, um, I think the Packers look pretty good playing the Bears. Despite uh, Jordan Love getting off to a, uh, a really good start, too. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Packers. Nathan. Mm, give me the home team. I'm, I'm not a Desmond Ritter guy, but I, I get B. John the ball more, and good things are going to happen. Give me, uh, Give me the Falcons at home. John. Crazy. Falcons favored by one and a half, according to Bet Saracen. But I'm going to take the Packers to go into Atlanta and get the victory. We're going to be split on this. Taking the Falcons at home also. Ravens at Bengals. Chris. Yeah, I think, uh, obviously, uh, Joe Burrow is coming off his worst game ever, and I think he's going to have something to prove, uh, as well as uh, just the rest of the team. Uh, they lost the Browns. So give me, uh, give me the Bengals. Nathan. The Bengals looked awful week one. Uh, I think it takes them more time to get this thing turned around. Ravens are trying to get Lamar a little bit more comfortable, a little bit used to being back, and uh, I think the Ravens win. Give me the Ravens. John. I also think the Ravens are going to win, even though Saracen has them at minus or uh, underdogs at three and a half points, but give me Baltimore. We're going to put Chris on Bengals Island, going with the Ravens here. Seahawks at Lions. Chris. It's going to be a pretty good game. Obviously, the Lions are, are uh, uh, riding uh, with momentum, Nathan. Um, so, I'm going to go with the Lions. Nathan. My man, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> man, last week was big. It was really, I mean, n- not just for being 1-0, and but, but for complete morale for the team. You go back home, first time we've sold out Ford Field in over 20 years. Seahawks are a good team. They're going to pass it a lot, but I think we get the win. John. Man, I'm rolling with Detroit as well. I think that they... Uh, uh-oh, they uh-oh. John's going to go on the island. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, man. It's like now that the Jet season is over, i, I got to root for some other other dog instead. So Stop it. Lions. Come on. Stop it. You, Come on. you can keep with the Jets. Yeah, you got Zach Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one before. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to go on Seahawks Island. going to do it. It's going to be right. a game that either team can win be real here. close. Yeah. Who's so, got the ball last? Yeah, Seahawks Island there okay. for me. Chiefs at Jags, Chris. You know, uh, I think a lot of these are really good games. Uh, Chiefs really dropped uh, about two under my home, and I, I think he's going to uh, come out looking for something to prove, as well as uh, the return of Chris Jones is going to be huge. So I'm going with Chiefs. Nathan. All good points. Well done. Long time to be off. They played the Thursday game last week. They got kind of embarrassed at home. Although we saw what the Jags did, the Jags look good. I like I like what Trevor Lawrence is doing. Calvin Ridley's back. Um, Doug Peterson, the coach. Get, they me, got the offense. No, give me the Jags. Give me the Jags going two and zero, and Chiefs going zero and two. Yes, John. You know, I thought I was going to be on an island for a second because I also have Jacksonville winning this game. The three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home, but I think it takes a little bit for the Chiefs to get it back going with the injured players and also Chris Jones coming back. But give me Jacksonville winning this one. Okay, we're going to be split on this one, then, going with the Chiefs. Colts at Texans. Chris, and this is a battle of rookie quarterbacks quarterbacks, that are going to see each other for a while in this division. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on that note, you know, uh, Richardson was pretty impressive in his uh, debut. But um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take uh, the Colts and a close one. And the Texans do have the better defense if you're thinking about that. So, Nathan. Yeah, they're, I think they're both still bad. I, I think they're both just going to experience what it's like having to play a rookie quarterback. And, and not just that, but they started out pretty low to begin with. Um, give me the Colts on the road. I don't really feel good about that, but give me the Colts. John. Man, yeah, this one's a tough one. I uh, I really don't care who wins, but I do still like what Anthony Richardson, I think he's going to be good, but in this game, he won't be. Give me Houston, the home team. All right, John is on Texans Island and going Heck with yeah. the Colts here. Go, home team. Jets at Cowboys. Yeah, we could almost Chris, just skip this one. Now, now somebody <laughs> might take the Jets, man, and believe that in that de- defense. That defense is serious. Yeah. It is. Chris, we know Chris uh, is. Oh, no, we know. Yeah, Chris is. Chris yeah. is go stars. The storyline, though, uh, just everything happened last week, and then the Cowboys' dominant performance, probably the best, uh, you know, most dominant performance of, of Week One. Uh, uh, they're just going to be, you know, without Rodgers. Sorry, John. I, I just don't think the Jets will be able to put it up. And I'm going <laughs> Nathan. Yeah, I got the cap. I mean, they really did. They looked impressive week one. Um, I think the Jets will be okay because the defense is really strong. But, okay. but give me the Cowboys. Here's something to think about also. The Cowboys were so impressive because of the defense. No doubt. So if we're talking about a, a matchup of two defenses here. Take the under. Yeah. John. Cowboys. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> nothing Cow- nothing no to hesitation, add. Nothing. No explanation. Just the Dallas Cowboys win this game. Cowboys across the board, and we're all probably going to be, we may be surprised here. Mm-hmm. Dolphins at Patriots, Chris. Yeah, I think uh, it was just uh, going to be too good to stop uh, for the Patriots. And uh, so uh, I think this will be a pretty good game, though. But I'm, I'm going to go with the, the, Dol- the Dolphins and a close one. Nathan. Dolphins can be really good if Tua stays healthy. I mean, Tyreek is obviously still Tyreek. Goes for over 200 yards week one. Um, Patriots still need to find some pieces, although they came back against the Eagles week one, looked look good in that second half. And at home, it, 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 Foxborough is really good. But uh, give me Miami in a, in a close one. John. Yeah, battle of uh, two teams in a division that I hate, but... I hate the Patriots more, and I actually like Tua, so I am going Perfect to Perfect time to Dolphins. do it. Perfect time yeah, to do it. I know Joe's going to do it. Stop it. I've been riding the Dolphins <laughs> for years now, so it's got to be the Dolphins. Now, we are talking about a contrast in styles here where the for Patriots, sure. they thrive on their defense, and then we saw what the Dolphins did offensively, but they gave up a lot on defense, so... Could yeah, it balance out here where this becomes a close game? That, that Chargers Dolphins score was like forty to forty-two. I mean, it was something really high-scoring. Pa- Patriots got down bad early, twenty to nothing against the Eagles. Everybody thought it was over. They kind of claw their way back. Um, I, I do think it'll be close. The page, I mean, Belichick rarely gets gets blown out or, or doesn't look prepared. I think they'll be ready. So we're going Dolphins across the board, and that's going to end the picks for this week. I like it. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. Appreciate it, guys. Chris, Andy. appreciate you calling in, man. Have a have a great weekend, man. And uh, appreciate Arkansas Urology for all you guys do with the buzz. All right. All right. Uh, out on that with Chris Finnup <laughs> and uh, uh, Nathan. Are you sticking around, or do you have like stuff to sell? I I always have stuff to sell, but I'll stick around for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, mainly BS to sell. We know that. That's why we like having you. Here. So, anyways, we're gonna keep it moving here on Out of Bounds and uh, get to the final segment of this hour. So, stay tuned.
The Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas invite you to the 2023 Leader of the Year Luncheon, honoring Hunter Juracek, featuring Master of Ceremonies, David Basil. With your generous support, Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas will create opportunities to help more kids and teens achieve great futures. The Leader of the Year Luncheon will be Wednesday, October 18th at the Clinton Presidential Center. For tickets and additional information, visit bgcofca.com. First Tree Communities presents the high school football game of the week with R.J. Hawk, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors. Every Friday night this football season, the guys will travel the state to find the best matchups in high school football. The Burst Tree Communities High School Game of the Week is brought to you in part by Roller Funeral Homes, the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, Midtown Plumbing, ASU Three Rivers, Arkansas Medical Staffing, Alliance Electric, the Arkansas Trucking Association, Guatney Buick GMC, Guatney Chevrolet, and Summit Utilities. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going beyond the competition to change your current vehicle situation with Guatney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's loan and lease termination program. Regardless of your current financial situation, I swear I will approve everyone. Rates as low with 0% on new Chevrolets. Trade now and terminate your payments until 2024. Get to Guatney now. The loan and lease termination program is this month only at Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. All voices are impersonators, but Guatney's the real thing. Shop Guatney Chevrolet once and you'll be back. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is shepherd's pie for only $7.49 per pound with Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for $5.49 per pound. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, when is my luck going to change? And I was like, you need to go with Tunica, bro. And he was like, yeah, good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kissing. My man was like, this is amazing. His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right, and like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen, and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 501-263-0926 for more information, sponsored by Baptist Health. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my the hell! Yeah, they're down! They're down! So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Dean's going to throw, and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off, and he's going to go the distance. 50. 40, 30, 20. Brad Spence to the house. And intercepts in return for a score 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? On 1037 The Buzz.
Friday show, and as easy as today is, it comes nowhere near to how easy it is getting a great vehicle with Guatney Chevrolet, because this month, Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going above and beyond the competition to cancel unwanted loans and leases with their Guatney exclusive loan and lease termination program. So you don't want to miss this opportunity to get out of the vehicle that you don't want and get into the vehicle that you do want. During September, everyone will be approved. Plus, Guatney Chevrolet knows everyone could benefit from having no car payments for the rest of the year. And you're wondering, okay, well, they got some some great vehicles and whatnot. That's that's all well and good, especially some good deals. But what are we talking about as far as the deals on the vehicles themselves? Well, how about this? A brand new Chevy Silverado, 0% with approved credit. That's no payments for the rest of the year. No payments. You're not getting that deal any other dealerships, especially when it comes to your Chevrolet vehicles, and there's only one place to do it. It's at Guatney Chevrolet. You can shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. Check them out and see what you think about all the inventory that you have, because they're going to have the vehicles for you, and they'll make sure they get you taken care of. That's the reason why the they are Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. So check them out today. They're at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. It's Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. An easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. As was mentioned, John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, also got Nathan Monin uh, back in the Hogs Meat Market studios. As we're going to have a fairly quick segment here, I call it the Zone segment, just because I like to give them a hard time about it. But uh, before we hit the top of the hour update, but uh, did have a few people that were texting on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, Joe, with this kind of actually comes from Lee. We had Ryan in Hot Springs asking about some of the bets. He says, uh, "Tell Ryan to take the LSU Mississippi State over." Think they both want to fire it off and get into a shootout? I stay away from Arkansas football. Was telling Baz and Roger that you never know which team will show up, and you've seen some crazy stuff that can happen. Haven't bet them since the Auburn game and that fumble call, which I assume he's referring to in 2020. <laughs> so uh, he's staying away from it. But well, he, usually uh, he apparently likes that LSU Mississippi. You want to do that? Your favorite team, the team that you're cheering for, your heart is in it. So at some point, you know you're gonna. That's going to take over. Your emotions are going to take over where you're not worried about the money and you just want the team to win, so it's best to stay away from it. Yeah. Real quick, let's try to squeeze in Ozzie and Conway. What's up, Ozzie? I'm John Neighbor. This is your boy, Ozzie Maverick, here, coming to you live from my hometown of Conway, Arkansas. How are you all doing this fine Friday afternoon in the great state of all of the United States? I got news for you. You know, all week I've listened to BYU this, BYU that. Here's the deal. In my humble opinion, BYU is not in the same class as our great Arkansas Razor. Now you say, well, what about the offensive line? Listen, I watched the entire BYU game versus mighty Sam Houston. I got news for you. Sam Houston's not that far off removed from playing my hometown UCA Fighting Bears. So I got news for you. At 6.30 tomorrow, the defensive line of Arkansas is going to absolutely smash through the BYU offensive line. We're going to open it up through the air, running on the ground, and at the end of the day, BYU is going to get run out of town. didn't mean to rhyme there, but I did. And that's what is going to happen. All right. Hey, Ozzy, we appreciate you calling in. we got more Out of Bounds coming up next. custom to paying sticker price for a brand-new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. How do